Welcome to Movie the Podcast We Watched the Art of Self-Defense. Once I witnessed Scoggs do a spin kick and his dick fell off. I'm just kidding his fat ass could not do a spin kick. However his dick did fall off. Karate's a way of communicating. Ask me a question. What are your plans for the weekend? I'm going to do some grocery shopping. And rent a film to watch in the comfort of my home. Home. Did that answer your question? I want you to tell me why you're here. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of other men. <laughs> I want to be what intimidates me. You came to the right place. I'm taking my first class today. Your new white belt? Is that the first belt color? White is before color. You haven't earned color yet. Today's lesson, to kick with your fists and punch with your feet. That makes perfect sense. Good. There's a mental component as well. Everything should be as masculine as possible. You may want to start on those reports. That pile is getting awfully high. I won't be petting you anymore. This is for your own good. What's your favorite style of music? Adult contemporary. No. It should be metal. You're a blade and I'm sharpening you. I see a little of myself in you. Is that you, Sensei? Why are you filming this? This isn't a safe place, Casey. I know you're confused about what's happening. You have to trust me. You should have never started taking karate. You can't be weak anymore. I'm interested in buying a gun. I need something that can fit into my hand. Sounds like you're after a handgun. I challenge you to a fight to the death in unarmed combat. This is your belt. It is yours. It is sacred. There'll be a $15 charge to replace a lost belt. Probably early onset dimension, to be honest. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. It is... Don't we usually put it further on the edge? Let's put it on the edge. Let's edge it up. There it is. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, hell yeah, dude. Shout out Aerosmith. Before we get to our normal business, I think it's important that... What? Yeah, you know, based on the Iowa caucuses, I think we throw our <laughs> official weight behind a candidate. Oh lord! And I just wanted to say, no, we don't want to. We don't want to torpedo the Bernie Sanders game. I know it's bad enough. Well, we're a, this is a Mayor Pete podcast, so oh. the official endorsement of the podcast would be to uh, Mayor Pete Buddha Judge. Uh, shout out Mayor Pete, big ups Mayor Pete. Way to take Iowa. Uh, this is the official podcast of Mayor Pete. <laughs> Mayor Pete the podcast. I thought, I thought, no, we're a Bloomberg podcast because I read today that he'll, he'll give you $150 if you're an influencer and you say something <laughs> oh, nice about it. Oh, we rescind our previous endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm not a fan of Bloomberg, but if I'm a fan of 150 dollars, your dumbass is going to give me 150 dollars to tag you and say this guy's cool. Yeah, wink, wink, nod. Uh. Hello, fellow teens. 
fucking Bloomberg. Oh, uh, anyway, ruining the playoffs. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. so we're uh, here. Yeah, we're we're here. Michael Bloomberg doesn't take money from special interests. <laughs> is the special interest? Uh, so no Alec this week, but we still got Cogs. His he Iron Man streak is just keep on going. Where to go? On going. I can't wait to we unfurl the numbers. Eight. Dude, you gotta make some numbers so you can put it on the wall. Eight is eight. eight. Oh, that's ceremonious. That's hilarious. Oh, dude, next time we come over, I think you're at about seven now, so you just click it over to dude, eight. Dude, I took, I still have it. I took a film picture of the TV. Okay, of the, the, the reveal. I was there. Oh, I wish I had any sort of, like, fucking memory. No. <laughs> I was there. I was in really bad seats, but I was there. Uh, anyway. Anyway. This is, he almost uh, didn't make it, because what's it been with shtupping his wife? That was not that, not that game, but yeah. But he almost broke the streak, almost got broke. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Kevin Costner would stoop <laughs> to fucking Cal Ripken. What, Cal It'd have been better if it was Cal Ripken himself. Oh, or if it was Billy. Oh shit! <laughs> Kevin Costner's fucking Billy Ripkin. And Cal Ripkin's like a homophobe, and he gets really pissed off. I think I him. will fuck your face. Dude. I'm the star of Wyatt Earp. Uh, this is uh, this is movie the podcast, and this is also a Baltimore baseball retrospective. Yeah. Uh, what do we watch tonight, Gogs? We watch what month the, is it? Oh shit! Yeah, it is, it is Ground Gogs Day. Ground Gogs Day. Where yeah. we're showing uh, showing me. All the movies. We're uh, showing me all the movies in 2019 that I did not see. Yeah. Um, what movie did we watch? We tonight? watched The Art of Self Defense. Yes. Starring uh, excellent film Jesse Eisenberg. Spoiler alert: This movie didn't make us all want to kill ourselves like last week. No. And Pollux Troy. What did we watch? We watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh yeah. And it was movie horrendous. Was <laughs> <laughs> Alec had the best comment of the week. Some ding dong because you know I put everything. Everything I post is public. Who was that rando that was I have like, no idea. I literally have, like rando four people listening to our podcast. Well, this was on my page yeah. that got so I don't know. I mean, I how four? Everything I post is public. I don't give a yeah. shit. And uh, so somebody was like, "This movie's brilliant," and I couldn't tell if they were kidding or not. And Alex said, "This movie sucks out loud," <laughs> 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 which is like the greatest comment ever. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, we watched the art of self defense. Yo, uh, I think you're, you're, we're gonna have a much more positive outlook on this film than we did on Jay and Silent Bob reboot. You're I think just getting the temperature of the room. Yeah. Uh, so what y'all watch this week? It had titty. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean. Oh, I watched two, two things. I watched hey, like Warner half Herzog's Grizzly Man. Ooh, it's the first time you've seen that? No, I've seen it before. I watched it with Gogs for like 20 minutes. Grizzly Man. It's that documentary where he like... Where Andy Dick gets eaten by bears. We watched it at your old house. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think you might have been gong-showed. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I love Warner Herzog documentaries because he narrates all of them, and yeah. he always tells his crazy Germany story. And he's got the greatest voice. Yeah. His voice is fantastic. Um, I never. I felt weird that I'm, like, rooting for a man to get viciously disemboweled. <laughs> Which he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was that idiot he that was, like, out there just living his life with the bears, right? Yeah, he thought he the... was a bear buddy? Yeah, he, he was, like, some... We need citizen journalists. We don't need citizen zoologists. <laughs> right. And uh, he was just some kind of like he was just queer for bears for some reason, and like he wanted to go up there and protect not he's, those kind of bears. He's, oh yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I didn't even connect that. No. Um, 
in like the most remote part of Alaska where nobody bothers them. Yeah, These massive grizzly bears, like the most dangerous animals. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're they're like a thousand pounds of just destructive yeah, force. Side there. note. I wish that you could pet them because they are kind of cute. Oh my god, I want to hug one so bad. Bears, bears are you, kind of adorable. You can do nothing to escape them. They can climb trees. Oh, they're they can super run fast, right? Yeah. They can swim. They can take it. They can take a bullet. Well, yeah. they're like eight hundred pounds, aren't they? Yeah. They're just yeah. like just a killing machine. So when my sister lived in Alaska, they would say that there's bears that are just around in Alaska. In Alaska, yeah. and that's one of the re- like people can just carry guns. All the people will just you know, go out to like if sure. they're just going out. They're just carrying a. They're like, if you bring anything less than a forty-five, you're dead. Right. Like it, you gotta, and that, and that's probably just gonna tickle them. Like people right. were carrying. Helen Bacabella told guns. me that there were bears in Mount Area, and I was in her living room with no pants on, terrified. <laughs> bears? Well, there are mountainous areas. I mean, I'm sure there's a bear. It's probably too. not like grizzly bears. Though. No, probably. No. Not. I should have been more afraid of other things. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um. <laughs> Shout out to everyone, I guess, I'm just naming people that fucked on the podcast. Uh, remember her family was a little sh- 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 sorted. Each truck taller than the last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a grizzly man. Yeah. Good, what'd you see? Is it still on Prime? It was on Prime for the longest time. Tubi, maybe Tubi's got a lot of good documentaries Tubi. on it. Tubi. Or not Tubi. Oh, no, I also, I watched a few parts of documentaries that, like, I put on when I went to bed. So yeah. I watched Bigger, Stronger, Faster, which I've seen before. That's, That's great. Uh, Cocaine that? Cowboys, which I've seen a million Cocaine times. Cocaine Cowboys is great. Yeah. Um, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. I know that. What's that? It's about steroids. steroids. Oh, okay. Another one that was on Netflix for, yeah. like, a hundred years. It's and like... Lastly, a mm-hmm. movie that I hated. Oh. And I mean... I'm so hated. glad you hated this movie. Was um, Knives Out by Sir Ryan Johnson. Now, can I ask you a question? Shoot. And I, wish, I, I really wish Alec was here. Alec? Alec said that I have, like, Ryan Johnson derangement syndrome. <laughs> Basically. RDS. Paraphrasing. Yeah. Because he said that if anybody else directed it, I would have liked it. I would have liked the movie. Well, if anybody else directed it, it wouldn't have been as shitty. Thank you. <laughs> So thank, I already know, I already know the answer to your you. question. Do you feel that that's a valid criticism? What that it's right? Yeah, or that it just it's some kind of like that you residual. just you just I, both of us don't like Ryan Johnson and like I liked Brick. Well, we hated the Last Jedi. Yeah, but you like is that, does that affect? No, does that affect? No, no, no I, I agree. It doesn't at all. Like, um, in fact, I expected to like it a little bit more than you did, just because you hated it so much. Well, yeah, that's been the trend. Um. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan Johnson, I'll, I'll give the movie two two, uh, two plus. Steps up before rewind. <laughs> I did. I uh, actually legit yell two things in the movie theater because me and my buddy Jess was down from Philly. We went and saw it, and like one dude. Yeah, because we're gonna go to the Charles because they're playing Parasite, but then lunch ran long and all this other shit. So I was like, well, what's playing like literally that we can get to right yeah. now? I was like, well, I'll see. It'll be fun to talk about. So Knives Out was still in the theater. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, I think it's out on digital. It is out on digital, right? It's now. like one of the best casts anybody's ever. It's a great cast. Killer the cast is amazing. Um, and I don't hate the structure of the movie. I don't hate that the reveal happens in twenty minutes because, like, it's interesting. Like the fallout of the I movie. Yes, I don't know. In in better circumstances, if the okay. Coens had made this movie. Yes. Um. So, like, the dialogue in this movie is. Oh. Tr- Ferocious. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad, and it's like it's painful to watch these people who you love that like 
you fucking Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, who Chris like, Evans, Captain America, Chris, oh, poor Chris Evans, um, sexy ass Jamie Lee Kirk. Here, here's a perfect the encapsulation of this movie. Like the joke is because we know Daniel Craig is this like erudite British man, right? Right. So him doing his uh, Foghorn Leghorn accent is funny to us because we understand that that's not how he talks. Stunt casting. Right. I'll say, I'll say. But they can't just let it be the joke and Chris <clears throat> Evans has to announce at the end of the movie like you and your Kentucky Fried Foghorn Leghorn. It's uh. like... Um, but that's the whole movie, right? But it like, was like it was like written by a. You can tell that Ryan Johnson is a fucking neoliberal Hollywood douchebag. Yeah. Well, did you like all the stuff where it was like the one brother was like, "Oh, you're just a you're just a four chan like yeah. troll." They just kept saying and, the same and, thing. And like, oh, you're an SJW. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're an all right troll. It's like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Is that Ryan Johnson? No, I think it's actually pronounced Ryan. His name's stupid. I'm not. What, he, he hasn't earned the my... gimmick that the girl who's the lead. What's her name? Anna Diarmas. What else? Is Joy. She, she didn't believe that's Ron. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, she, she could get it. Oh um, my god, yeah, she could totally get but, it. But um, the the gag that like she can't lie without throwing up is fucking idiotic. You know, it's it sounds like or it sounded like. Excuse me. It's like an anime quirk. Yeah, like that's like something out of like Ranma one half, and it's like, like everybody knows it. Yeah. It's like, oh, because of that Mafia game we played. Like, what the fuck are we even talking about? <laughs> um, there's, like, just so many problems with it. Like, they, they'll they do a scene, and then they'll basically replay the same scene and have somebody else tell you what happened in the scene. It's trying like, to be clever. Kind of it's trying to be, like, Like, there's a perfect example, right? Like, Daniel Craig is talking through these events that you just saw Chris Evans do. So instead of saying, like, how I, I, how I would have done it, right. it's like you have Daniel Craig's voice through Chris Evans because you're showing the right. scene. But instead, he says whatever Chris Evans said, and then they cut to the scene that you already saw of Chris Evans saying the same thing. Like, everything's so arch, and it's like, haha, you know this is gonna happen, like when the maid comes up and it's like, you know, my buddy's a coroner's assistant. It's like, okay, well, I know where this is going. And the maid's good. She's, uh, she's on the, uh, the, uh, righteous gemstones. She yeah, she's in a, who else, what else is she in? Like, uh, she kind of looks like a little progressive, but I've seen her. She's very funny in the righteous gemstones. Yeah, I gotta check that show it's out. It's a funny show. They have Lakeith Stanfield say weak sauce about 35 uh, times. Okay. I'm, I'm so relieved. Um, people, people love this movie. made so oh, it made much. People money. love this movie. The, it made a kill. The, the, the device of having the other, the state trooper that like just knows all the books. Yeah. There's one genuinely good scene in this movie. Is where this, Michael this Shannon, credits? after the, I wish... Michael Shannon uh, is trying to get her to uh, renounce this inheritance that she yeah. gets. Yeah. And he, he's Michael Shannon, so he's fucking terrifying just yeah, as a right. human being. Yeah. And he, like, kind of confronts her in this basement. Yeah. Like, I love this cast. I really, There isn't... The cast... There's not a weak link in the whole cast. No. But there's... The shit they have to say is so... I thought that everything Don Johnson said was, like, so bad. Yeah, Him and, and Lakeith Stanfield. And I love... Uh, the, the, the Don Johnson assaults like yeah he's, he's great. been great um just like <sighs> yeah I hated it it's <laughs> it's just so the writing is so poor and that's what he does he's by trade he's a writer not right. like a director yeah and like the well, that boy's so stupid you don't know a real knife from a prop I'm like who why would that so there open? were knives yeah, yeah, there were. Enough. So, like, why would? 
And also, like, I'm not spoiling the movie because it spoils itself in like ten minutes. Um, the fact that the cops would be so eager to believe that this guy committed suicide, which he did. Right. By slitting his own throat with, like, the <laughs> knife from the golden child? Right. Yeah. They're like, yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. probably good. Yeah. And they're just gonna let this gentleman sleuth, like, like a bad James Bond joke. Yeah. Just wander into their investigation because somebody gave him an envelope full of cash? Yeah, it's... Is that how that works? Yeah, I, I don't know. And the, the movie's, like, the first act is, like, 20 minutes, and then the rest of the movie's third act. And it, it goes rags for ever. Yeah. Sounds like a white liquid throw. Like, you know where Chris, you know what's going on with Chris Evans. Like, you know immediately. Well, that, that was my problem with yeah. the structure. Maybe, maybe the actual story structure isn't the problem. It's yeah. just the structure of the film. Like, right. how slow it is. Cause I feel like you sucked out all the tension in yeah. the first 20 minutes and then it's just like, it's such a slog the rest of the way through. And it's, it's funny because, uh, they're trying to make this like stupid, like, centrist dipshit point that like oh um what was it you know we sh- the foreign people should have more agency they're not just yeah. nice yeah but the 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 whole reason she succeeds in the movie is because she's, she's nice, nice and everybody tells her the same yeah did you like the gravity's rainbow joke God, yeah I was ex- I was like braced for it <laughs> um it's not even a whole joke no like there's nothing about no um I also, Ryan, I don't want to hear about how shitty rich people are from someone whose net worth is $20 million. You've lost the privilege yeah. of complaining about rich people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, he's right. I agree. And your girlfriend's ugly. Ooh! Who's he date? The chick that hosts You Must Remember This, that podcast. God damn! She is a dog. <laughs> the funniest Double part of the movie, down. besides when I yelled two things, was my funny Jess, she's like, she's like trash. She's yeah. like... They named him Ben Walks and put him in your ass. Ben Wall Blanc. So bad. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, poor thing. Yeah, everybody though. Like you said, Ooh. the whole cast. Gogs, you need to see it so you can break the, the tie. Oh, she's a. She's or it's a, not a tie. It's like he's like. It's, uh, it's like I'm so, I guess you could create I'm so a tie. Clever and like the, she's the, unfortunate. It's exactly how I felt. It felt the, like. There's one joke that did land in the movie for me. It's in the very beginning when they're watching like. Somebody's watching like a cop show in the background. Yeah. It's like I knew it was you. I knew when you crushed his head with that forklift and burned off his fingerprints. I, I saw the baby cam footage. So like putting yourself in a situation where they got an indoor forklift like in a nursery. Like that was funny. That's pretty funny. But the movie's like two and change, two hours and change. Yeah, it's way too long. Yeah. Uh, gosh, you need to watch it. Because no. Alec loved it. It's got like a 96% of rot to me. It's, it's insane. killing it. It made a ton of money. It's terrible. Don't get it. No. It's it's a it's a movie for normies. Regular movies. It is a movie for normies. Clever uh, movies for normies. It's the who's, Ryan Johnson. Who's next? Gobbles. Oh, shit. Yeah, I fell in a weird Jamie Lee Curtis hole, so we're good. Now, she's right. got weird holes. She's got a pee hole <laughs> for boys and a pee hole for girls. Is that true? She's still a home after that? <laughs> she's still, still. I mean, she got money. She could, you know, sewing <laughs> up, or the opposite, enhance. So, does that make Christopher Guest buy? Hell yeah, Leonard Yan. Um, I saw. I also watched two things. Two, two things. Why did I watch two and a quarter? Two. <laughs> then I ruined. Two point two five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first thing I watched in this order, I watched uh, 1997's uh, seminal horror banger. <laughs> Uh, Event Horizon. Uh, that movie sucks. Yeah, that movie's not still great. Still like it. Still like Hot it. Hot Take. Like that's a movie that's due for a remake. 
Because you can yeah. get, if you got somebody like get the the fucking under the silver light guy, there's, the it follows yeah, guy. Two different movies. Like they need to pick whichever movie they're making. I know. I know it's there's not a good. I know it's not great visual. Yeah, in that movie. I know it's not a good movie. It's but gross. I love it. It's yeah. the best Paul W S Anderson movie. Uh, Mortal Kombat would. Care to differ with you? You sir. think that Mortal Kombat's better than that? I think the story structure is better. Did Paul W. Yeah. Anderson make that movie? It's like one of yeah. his first movies. Wow, good on him, man. He did it. It's like the like that and Mortal Kombat are the yeah. only two that it are even lost like, watchable. A ton of money. I thought it did well. No, it did that. not. It was. Uh, it had to be. It was obscenely the expensive. Budget. Uh, what year was it? Nine seventy-seven. Sixty-two. Sixty. Oh, good call. Just the box office. Twenty. Eighteen. Twenty-six. Oh. There's a, I do love like so, some of the visuals are great in that though. Yeah. Like I love the effects. Like, I like them. Just make your religious horror. Make them actually go to hell. Like, yeah, it's, you know what I mean. Like it's, it's, it's like, like doom. Doom. Yeah. yeah, doom. It's it's essentially it's doom. It's doom. <laughs> it's doom. <laughs> doom. But like, I, and I can't I, wait for Doom Eternal. Oh yeah. But I mean, I still. I know it's not a good movie, but I still love Event Horizon. I love. I love another great cast. It's yeah. a very good cast. There's a scene in that movie. That I I don't know if I appreciate it as a younger man as much as I appreciate now. But so spoiler it's for Event Horizon. Did you watch it on anything or you? Uh, it? I watched it on. Oh, it also has show favorite woman whose name we can never remember, Jolie Richardson. Oh yeah, I watched it. Vanessa on... Redgrave's. Daughter. Yeah, I think I watched it on Prime. I didn't pay for it. It's either on Prime. <coughs> it's on Prime. I'm shocked you don't own it. I do. Oh, I do. But didn't... I was just that yeah, was, that yeah. was available. Um. So, in one of the scenes, right, there's uh, the part where after Sam Neill's lost his fucking shit yeah. and he's become possessed, um, he takes one of those explosive charges from that bizarre plot device that lets the, this thing separate and puts it on the lifeboat ship. Yeah. And the, the guy who's like the, the the pilot of the ship or whatever, the guy, he's like, he wants to get the fuck off. He's like, instead of getting off, he's trying to find the goddamn bomb. Yeah. And he's like fucking ripping through everything, whatever. He fucking, he opens up, he opens up the little suit and he sees the bomb, he pops it open and he sees like, the, this, it's like three seconds left, he knows yeah. nothing to do. Let's see where he just kind of like looks down, yeah, kind of whimpers. That is yeah. kind of cool. And it's just yeah. like, it's like, you felt that. There, like, there are cool parts in that movie. do more horror. He's great in, uh, in, in the, the Mouth of Madness. Madness. Yeah, that was a movie that good. he got brought up the other day. Yeah, he's not that good in Omen 3 President Devil or whatever it is. <laughs> but like, there's like, there's, there's certain visuals, <laughs> there's visuals in that, in Event Horizon. I just fucking love it. It's a like, fantastic looking movie. The gravity drive, you know, like, that whole the so ship's a model. Event, too. event yeah. horizon, but you put it in like the fucking 17th century. Instead of ships, it's like fucking boats, and it's the same premise, it's the exact same premise. <laughs> but it's like old time black and white. Boats go to hell. But wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. And like you get like Eldric horror kind of thing. Fucking cake joke. What? Boats go to hell. No, it was, oh. it was me just making... Sheep go to hell. <laughs> Boats go to hell. But, like, there's there's certain things about that movie that I know are, are dumb. I did, like, wholesale lift Samuel's explanation of how, uh, like, faster light travel works for a yeah. book. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's great. Just fold space, right. fucking poke it through. Um, I, I do. I, I love I love that movie. I, will, I unapologetically love that movie. And Mouse from The Matrix is in it. Mouse from The Matrix is in it? Yeah, there's... He's Mr. Justin. The, the part where he gets... The part where he commits suicide by airlock or tries you know, to is fucking... I mean, I love horror it. science fiction. There's not enough of it. Like, it, it's a... Because nobody does it. Like Nobody does it right. Pandorum's probably one of the better ones. Pandorum is a great Wait, alien... Well, Aliens obviously great. Yeah. Pandorum yeah. is, like, That's criminally underrated. underrated. Oh, such a great movie, right. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I still love Mind Horizon. And I, I was going down memory lane. The second movie I watched was, uh, Commando. 
It's great. The director's cut? Oh, I don't think I've ever seen the director's cut. I don't think I, it's still only 88 you, minutes long. <laughs> did you really notice, because the last time I watched it, this stuck out to me, the scene where they're in the mall and he swings off the bunting, how different the stunt double is to his No, eyes. I never I noticed missed that. I did, but there were cert, there's certain I things. Did, I'm, just, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You talk about things you noticed that always made me laugh. There's a scene where he he takes Radon Chong, he puts her Arnold yeah. puts her in the car, yeah. and then he rips he the seat rips out. The yeah. seat out but something. when so it's more, they, yeah. but when they show him driving by, he's still at literally the yeah. same level. It's fucking Who hilarious. Did that? Um. Oh, it's oh, I, know I, Jeff it Lowe, it, I know Jeff, Jeff Lowe. I know Jeff Lowe wrote I, it. You no, know, he wrote it. It was um the comic yeah, guy yeah. Jeff Lowe. It he was, wrote it. Was, I just looked his name is John Matrix. <laughs> Mark L. Lester. Mark L. Lester, also known his for his first real name. He did. Listen, but listen to this. He's got some pedigree. I was going to say Chester, but Mo is even better. He, so he is probably he's probably movie the podcast royalty. Mo Lester. Uh, well, there's that. I got to change my name. I'm not, I'm getting typecast. Nobody wants to work with Mo, Mo Lester. Lester. Well, anyway. He works with a bunch of spats. Well, M.L. Lester, whatever his name is. <laughs> he has done, he did the following movies, which I know for a fact are popular here. Okay. Um, Firestarter, which I think is Howie called. Long goes you know, that, action. That's Firestorm. That's oh, Fire shit. Firestarter. No. That's, that's Steven Seagal. Firestorm's with, uh, Drew Barrymore. Firestarter's. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. Showdown in Little Tokyo. That's why. I oh, that's yeah. a banger. Class of 1984. That's a banger. banger. And Commando. This guy banger. Banger. Class banger. of 1999. Banger, 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 banger. That guy rules. <laughs> Guy's awesome. So there was something Shout I posted. <laughs> there was something that I, as an old man, I posted on Instagram I never really appreciated before. Like at the very beginning, where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger takes down that log and then just... <laughs> It's a oh, yeah. it's, it's twelve feet long and it's probably eighteen inches in diameter. Yeah. And he just pops it up the shoulder. Like That's my favorite part of the movie. It's not even the movie, it's the meadow of the movie, and we've all talked about this. I don't know, analog or whatever. But how gay it is? Well no. Oh it is. But the the guy from from Mad Max the, Oh Wes. Wes they the, saw him, the producers of the movie saw him in Mad Max exists. and they're like, dude, this guy's fucking crazy looking and he's yeah. jacked. And then they fucking hired him. He's all fat. And Don't then, be turned. And, and there's something like behind the mail. scenes, and they're like, "We gotta put a shirt on this motherfucker." <laughs> Two shirts on. Get me Matrix. They should do the. We kill them all. Just me and Matrix. <laughs> when Sean, Sean's the one that told me that was Wes, and it was like, "What? That's the same guy." Well, it's like blew my fucking mind. Science. Yeah. It's what's the guy? His name's not. It's not Armando Sante, but what's the guy <laughs> who plays the big bad? It's uh. It's uh. The guy who wanted to take back Velveta Day. Um, oh, why can't I think of his also, name? Also, uh, what's Dan Hadea? Is Dan Hadea Hispanic or is he? I think he's Italian. Italian? I think he's well, Italian. they got to play him like some sort of. Like, or he Hispanic might be Lebanese. Who knows? Dictator. And also, what's his name uh, from the Warriors? Is in. Come oh yeah, Ajax. yeah. Oh, or what's his? Uh, no, the. Come on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he is the same T Bird. I can't you know, think of his fucking name. His name is T-Bird. In The Crow, yeah. No, what's... Uh, David Patrick Keller. That's... David yeah, Keller. yeah, yeah. He's what's also in Twitter. Luther. He's also in Twitter. I think his character's name is also Luther in... Com- no, it's Luther in 48 Hours. No, yeah. in Commando, it's, um... Sully. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, made you think he'll be last! I lied. <laughs> 
Did you kill Sully? What happened to Sully? I let him go. <laughs> there's, my friend is dead, Ty. There was a, there's a scene in the Commando. Pretty great. First of all, Commando sets up its rules very well. Oh, yeah. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. Boom. There is... Uh, I, fr- I forgot also, how baby well... baby Alyssa Milano, right? Baby Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Before she got annoying. There was... They, like, <laughs> yeah. they set off... They, they explain how they get from point A to point B. It's very good about that. But there's a part where... And this might be in the director's cut, because I don't remember this happening before. I didn't even where, know there, there was a director's cut existed in this film. Uh, uh, Sully is, like, trying to, like, pick up Radon Chong. He's at that bar at the mall. And he meets up with yeah. a friend <laughs> at the mall. He goes, this is a nice place. Used to be a great. He said, "Used to be a great place for and I quote hunting slash." Oh god! <laughs> Which I was like, "Yikes!" I, like I've never heard of that. Yeah, you don't hang out the right incel forums. Great man, I love. Oh, he's great. Yeah, but like he, like he, he has he a takes, great. He has, he has a, great... a pistol on him. He takes one shot at Arnold from the phone booth. And instead of taking a second shot, he just allows Arnold to pick up the <laughs> entire phone booth. He's like, there ain't no way he can do this. That dude has a great old man performance in Twin Peaks The Return, yeah. where there's literally just this scene. All fucked off in the woods. But, like, that's yeah. it. It ends his whole character. He's just, like, he's, lost he's in the woods. He's also the cleanup guy in John, John Wick, Wick, right? Yeah. His shoes talk to him. Well, that uh, warrior shit, that was ad-lib. That wasn't oh, I didn't know that. Movie. It's a great yeah. scene. That's one of the most memorable scenes in the whole movie. He like, shot a man. He told me he was going to do He's it. great in The Crow. Yeah. He's great in The Crow. Yeah. Uh, ain't no comeback. Ain't no greatest of really weird words. Ain't no comeback. And every time I do, he plays a great scumbag. Anytime I do with the impression of him, I just go into the oh, I'm more worried about Kyle. It's like it's got the same like yeah, well, tenor to the thing with the um, Luthers because Walter Hill directed. The Warriors. Yeah. And he also directed 48 Hours. So oh, he's in right. both of those movies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 48 Hours is great. But I need to, I, I feel like yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's got some problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ranchy, you goddamn chicken, <laughs> dark bastard, son of a bitch. Like, why? Well, also, I, Cowboy Bar in San Francisco, please do explain. Yeah. <laughs> who's the, who's the big scary Indian guy in that? That's the guy from Predator, right? Oh, um. The bad sun, guy? Sunny, 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 guy Lanham? 48 Hours. Sightlander. Yeah. He's the same, he's yeah. one of the commandos in Predator. There's a too. movie with Bolo Young called Chinese Hercules. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, is it good? It's great. Okay. What's even better? Watch the trailer for it when you get home. Okay. It, cause, it, Anthony's probably cracking up. We're not, not talking about the movie because no, we didn't like it. We have a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Chinese Hercules, there was this, um, I don't know, one of the, the kung fu movies I used to have had a trailer for it at the beginning, but it, you know, it had the, like the redub, like, yeah. yeah, coming soon, you know, that kind of grindhousing. Yeah. But it was like, Chinese Hercules, he's gonna do all the killer moves. <laughs> it's like, body breaker. <laughs> and then he went to the movie and he was like doing like a backbreaker. He's like, head smasher. Like, and he's like, Chinese Hercules doesn't listen to you. And it was like, it was great. Like, just that, like, the whole thing, like, Chinese Hercules I will never doesn't re- listen to reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Body breaker or something I'll never forget. Blood sports not very good. I've watched it recently. Bolo Young's pretty great. Well, we saw him in uh, Tattoo yeah, Connection. Up killed that right. <laughs> yeah, but um, I forgot Sorry, the body. The, game was tight though. The body yes. count. The body count in Commando. I forgot how in the like thousands. He's like he's just. Is Predator the number one or uh, Commando the one liner Arnold movie? Because we always think of like one besides like Batman. It's gotta be. Commando. But that's the one where we get all the great one lines, right? Commando? Yeah. Yeah. Stick around, right? Stick around. Is, stick around is Predator. Oh, yeah. Is it? Stick around. Oh, yeah. Let off some steam. Predator, Predator. Let off that one. Yeah. Predator's yeah. also got, oh, you ugly mother. Get to the chopper. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Predator. I don't know, man, but th- it has that. My friend's dead tired. My I let him go. There's some yeah. great, there's what some What about, uh, what's, what's, uh, 
he was now a zero, was a hero now, or no, that's from that's Running Man, running right? Man. Yeah. Sub-Zero, zero. now was regular zero. That's it. So, oh, and I just need to go through all the Austrian Death Machine songs, because they're all just <laughs> oh, Arnold one-liners. So i got to ask this question. Will anyone ever eclipse Arnold for Action Beef Weasel? The Rock is trying to make... make I don't, yeah, anymore. I was But is The Rock, thing. like... It, so, so us growing up, it was Arnold, right? For kids today, is it, is it's it probably The Rock? The Rock, yeah. But The Rock hasn't even... Oh, like, he makes, like, family said, movies. Yeah, it doesn't... They don't really the make... The Rock doesn't make hard R. They don't make... And The Rock anymore. doesn't do things that just expressly just show how... Like strong, yeah, some of those. No, got him in the in the fucking in that last the, in that last movie in that last movie that he was in, just Hobbs and Shaw. He was like holding a, a tire, like a, a like a tow truck and a helicopter. Well, is, though, like, that's true. He is big, right? Let's, let's He's not, enormous. Like, Rock's big. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a freak. Like, yeah, he's, he's a genetic freak. Yeah, I and wonder like, though at his biggest, he probably was probably about the same. Like, you think about, think about probably. how like juiced like wrestlers yeah. are now. Like Arnold was probably huge compared to like a normal person. Yeah, but compared to like like you put like peak Arnold next to like a Drew McIntyre, they're probably yeah. pretty I similar. Don't know. I think peak Arnold probably takes them. I don't know. What is his heaviest? Arnold's also incredibly like likable and charismatic. He's, well, he's the best in uh, pumping iron. We're just talking about oh, fucking black great. chicks and smoking weed all the time. Fantastic! <laughs> and that the whole like, monologue the about coming, <laughs> yeah. like he's like, I'm all in, I'm he's coming. Um, and then the only- but that's the thing we we talked about Arnold a lot. But that's the thing about Arnold as a, like an actor, he has like like a lot of charisma, yeah. just like natural charisma. He's like he's, he's a very likable guy. You want to like him. Yeah. He, he walks in with some gravitas. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing I watched, I, I watched a quarter of, uh, of Bram Stoker's Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, you didn't finish it. I know you texted us about it. Yeah, I started watching it and I was like, you also, you were watching it during the day, which I was mad because I was like, why isn't this fucker at work? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was watching it the evening before. Uh, you texted so. us something. Oh, okay. But like, I was. That's what, the, cause whatever, I don't know if you sent a picture of what, where I was like, what movie are you talking about? I missed the beginning of what. Uh. But yeah, that movie, so I've been, I've been listening to the, the, the book on Audible, and by the way, the Audible version of it, really good, really good cast, it's awesome. But it was- my money on Dracula. It was- The, the book is a lot different than any of the movies. The book's yeah, almost like well, the found funny, footage. Well, the funny, like, it's a yeah. pistolary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what that's what the word style is? Called? Yeah. What's it called? Pistolary? Pistolary. Yeah. So, uh, the movie feels like someone skimmed the book. Well, and was like, let's hit some of these major well, points. Like, but it just like it's very fast. It's very like, like I don't know, hand hand. I don't know right how term, you would, but, but how like would you heavy. make an accurate version of that book? Because it's all like, like newspaper. It's all like, yeah, it's, it's like, also in past tense, right? Right, so but it's that's like, the thing. Like, how would you make that into a movie? It's also got an interesting Keanu Reeves performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting is the word. Yeah. Well, they're like, he's, he's really trying. He's yeah. trying. It's not great. I like that movie, but it's... There's I would, parts about that movie... Much like God said of Event Horizon... I'm sorry, I didn't mean funny. Much like you said, like, Event Horizon is not a good movie, you still like it. That's very much Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula for me. Well, like, they really tarred up Lucy a lot more. Oh, Lucy. Um, I love... But I, I do... I, like, I genuinely love the way that movie starts. Like uh, That's the best part like, of the movie. Wait, wait, wait. Vlad, like, going to fucking war for Christendom and, like, and like, the, impaling people. And the, the fucking armor. armor. The, he looks the, like, like fucking muscle armor. Whoever came up that muscle armor, yeah. Italian kiss. That is the greatest, like, that design is so weird and so cool. Like, who the fuck would ever think, okay, like, 
fucking pre like what like I guess put, like dark ages it was the fucking Sades, armor basically time yeah but like you'd think the like would you ever think of like weird flesh colored no. leather no, it was a very like nineties feeling that's like. the weirdest idea like that's just such a crazy concept like I love it so much and then he stabs the cross yeah, and the right. blood's going out what and he's that's speaking in like, Latin it's fucking yeah. The whole scene where the, the whole scene where he's like marching through the ground, he's just picking dudes up with spears. Like, and I remember the very beginning, it's kind of it's the him spearing people is like in silhouette, yeah, which is like super yeah. cool. Got white blood cell syndrome. What's that? We got fell in love with a girl, and then I'm other songs like I disagree. I love I, I mean, love the white. No, stories. I'm saying the other songs are bad, but they're not bangers like that one is fair. But like I guess or the or I'm sorry, it's got a. Fucking what was it? Guy Ritchie's King Arthur disease. <laughs> so I think I'm I, I giving like, that movie fucking rules. Oh, it does. <laughs> There's elephants with magic and to fucking pyramids and all kinds of shit. I, I was thinking about it though. I think I've only seen a handful of Francis Ford Coppola movies, right? I've seen The Godfather. I've seen all The Godfathers. Okay. I've seen Apocalypse I've Now. I've never seen Apocalypse Now. That's a great movie. And I've seen this. And that's okay. it. How many more do you really? Did you not see Jack? I did not see that. Did you see the conversation? I did not see that. That conversation's fantastic. That's really good. But movie. I'm saying, like, like, like of those. So he wrote Patton. You saw that? He oh, wrote really? Patton. I didn't know that. Oh, I love Patton. So here's a funny story about that: is uh, he wrote that movie, and they're like. Uh, you gotta get rid of that stupid scene in the beginning where he addresses the audience. That's the, the best, best, best part of the movie. And then the script won best original. Yeah. Script <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have no idea he wrote that. Well, I feel like, so all of the movies of his I've seen, right? I, I feel like this one is the most, he's doing something way different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he's like really leaning He probably has it. like a big fondness for like either, sure. maybe not necessarily the book, but just the character of Dracula. Maybe, or like maybe a big even like the universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it was, because everything else is a lot more. This one's fucking off the rails, like music video kind of wacky. I like Gary Oldman a lot in the movie yeah. too. Like I know, like and it kind of it probably sort of he's worked. chewing the scenery. Well, but, but sure, but like so is Bella Lugosi, and that shit's That's great. Fair. I mean, I don't know. The thing is, it kind of ruined Vampires too because it added the whole like romance element. Yeah. I think that's like one of the biggest themes, like, and that's because that's not in the book. Like none of that. Like romance crap. Like Dracula in the book is like closer. I'd say in the book he's more like Count Orlock in the the Nosferatu silent yeah. film than Bela Lugosi or Gary Oldman. I've never seen the the, the actual silent film. I've just seen oh, Shadow cool. of the Vampire. Sure. I mean, you can. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, but uh, I I don't know. I I like I know again. I I recognize that movie's faults because there are many, but there's some about that. I think I watched that movie at a very impressionable age, and I just there's so many like visuals that I just I think it was ninety two. Like or there's that right? a lot fucking, of shitty video games, dude. There's that. Oh god, that Sega CD game. There's that scene in the very beginning when uh, a fucking Keanu Reeves is like going into Transylvania. And then there's like that the background that like superimposed image of Dracula like yeah. looking yeah. at him from yeah. the like that shit is amazing and like I don't I don't think I'd ever seen anything like that when I was a kid with the voice over him reading the letter I love it yeah like I don't know I know it's bad I know it's not great I also Winona Ryder mm. Mm. TJ still a big fan watch yeah TJ you sorry you watch, I'm gonna soda I talked all over guys that's fine you're good sorry buddy cool. I watched two A twenty four banger Recent bangers? Uh, one recent banger, one uh, older banger. Everybody's everybody's leaving me. I'm just gonna go to soda. Uh, I watched. I was Tusk. 
Tusk was horrible. We all know we watched it on the show. I watched current A24 film Waves. Yeah, how is that? I wanted to... I fucking loved it. Uh, it's directed... So, <laughs> like, I, I, this is going to sound terrible, but it reminds me of that George Lucas clip that I love so much from <laughs> the... the. It's <laughs> an all-black black film? And it, yeah, who would ever make a black film? So, again, I admit that this sounds terrible. When I saw this trailer and I saw the cast and what it was about, I assumed that it was a, a black filmmaker that made this yeah. movie. Now, again, I know that sounds bad. I don't know why I just immediately yeah. think that. So the guy that made this movie is the same when guy. When I see movies with all white people in it, I assume white people made it. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, anyway, but the guy... I think that, the way it's presented, like... I thought, yeah, yeah and it's about, like... It, it's definitely... In the movie, The one of the heavy themes of the movie is about, like, black identity yeah. and... And that kind of thing. And anyway, the guy that wrote and directed this is the same guy that made it. Comes at night, Ooh. and it's not been, who is not Joel Edgerton. No, despite I, my no. desperate attempts. To say I can't that he think of the guy's name, but he Joel is very Edgerton. white. He's made one other film. You think, he's got, you think he's married to a black lady? Because there's remember Joel Edgerton's no, yeah. wife is black in that possibly. Too. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, Waves is incredible. Um, what is it about? So in, it's a it's a it's about a, a family. And basically, what happens is is that um, they are like a, a well-to-do family. Sterling K. Brown is the father, and he's very hard on his son, who is uh, like a stalwart. That's the right word. Stalwart. 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 He's very good at athletics. He's a he's a star wrestler on his high school team, mm-hmm. but he's you can tell that he's like very demanding of his son. Like he. And it comes from a place, like, he's not, like, Sterling K. Brown isn't being, like, a dick. Like, he explains that, like, he... Is that how he motivates him? Well, he's almost got, like, a chip on his shoulder, right? Because there's, like, a really great scene, and there's a little bit of it in the, in the movie, in there, excuse me, in the trailer, where he says that we don't get the opportunity to be mediocre. Yeah. We being their family and... and black people in Black general. people in yeah. general. And he pushes his son and pushes his son. And what happens is his son... I, I, it's a minor spoiler. Sterling K. Brown's fantastic. He's so good in this movie. I like him in everyone in this movie is great. The the whole family because it, so it's this the 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 kid who's the wrestler is an amazing actor. Uh, his uh, and I'll get into the rest of the family later, but the mom is really good and Sterling K. Brown's really good. Um, but anyway, so the the first half of the movie is about the wrestler, and what happens is, is that he sustains an injury. He tries to hide it. Because it's gonna like it's shoulder surgery, so like basically he'd have to forfeit the whole his whole wrestling season. And I know it sounds kind of silly, but like when you're yeah, it's like he's a senior in high school. This is like his ticket to like the next level, and his father like really pushes yeah. him. So he doesn't want to like disappoint his father. He doesn't disappoint his family. And the movie is shot like it's very simple. Like what I just explained is a very simple story. Yeah, but it's shot. In almost complete like montage in a weird way, like everything is like very fast paced. Like yeah. it, like, and I what I what I really appreciated in the movie is, is that I felt like when you're that age and in high school, like things do move very fast. Like your whole life is just like, just moving insanely fast, and that's what this movie is. And first, like it's cacophonous. There's it's like it's almost like Gaspar No level like camera yeah. movements. Like the the first so scene, it doesn't look like a play, is what you're saying. No, the first scene is literally just the wrestler kid and his girlfriend in a car, 
and the camera is in the middle of them, just kind of swirling around. And I'd usually find that kind of annoying. But again, like if you're using the right context, I think it's it works. Just putting the mood the exactly, right. and it's very loud, and it goes from like literally just his day to day. Like the, nothing really slows down until. You get to the point where he gets this injury, yeah. and then things kind of change perspective. And I don't want to give everything away. There's a, there's a lot that happens. Basically, the long and the short of it is, the wrestler makes just a series of bad decisions. Yeah. Things go downhill south, and then the movie shifts between his movie, the wrestler's movie, and it goes to the sister, who you didn't really get to know very well in the beginning of the movie. And and it, it's funny because. The movie, the, the wrestler part of the movie is about 150, or about 120 minutes long. Yeah. So I'm like, when the wrestler part kind of ends, I'm like, well, is the movie over? And then it keeps going. And at first, I'll, I'll be honest, first blush watching the movie, I was like, wait, there's like a whole nother movie left? And I was kind of, How I, long is the fucking movie? it's like two, 215. Okay, so you said, the wrestler part's 120 minutes, so the other part's only 15 minutes long? No, I, the bad maths. Okay, gotcha. Bad maths. Hot maths. But uh, it's it's fairly long. It yeah. feels like... Like two-third to one-third? I, I could get the time off, but it does feel like... The, it feels like a complete movie when gotcha. the wrestler part ends. And I when I was watching it, when I was sitting in my living room watching it, I was like, well, this is... I don't even know why they're doing this. It's yeah. going to be terrible. Like, why do they do this? But I'll tell you what, like, by the time it ends, it's like, this is fucking brilliant, and it's all about... It's all about this family's growth and their decline and then their reconnection. Um, the the girl that plays the sister is a fucking dime, first of all. And she's fantastic in the film. Like, great actress. I, I love this movie. I thought this movie was absolutely incredible. Did you already mention... I know you mentioned It Comes at Night. Yes. Same director and writer. And the kid is from It Comes at Night. Oh, I didn't the even. Son. I didn't, oh shit! I didn't even realize that. What's the name of the sister? Taylor Russell. She is fine. <laughs> she is so attractive. Mm. Uh, but I love this movie. I thought this movie was great. This is a uh, okay. It's like it's uh, it's one Music of the by Trent Reznor. Yeah, and Atticus Fish. One of their their better soundtracks. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies where it's it's the best of both worlds because I feel like anybody could watch this and get a lot from it. But it's also, like, very artistically, like, I feel like very satisfying. Like, it's shot in very different ways. I feel like all the acting is good. I feel like it has a lot to say. I, I loved it. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I I really liked it. And I got it, like I said, what I got it. made your list last year? I don't know if it would have cracked it, but it would have definitely got an honorable mention. Cool. Um, I will, Like I said, I would be completely honest. Halfway through the movie, I was a little worried. Because I was like, I don't know if this, like tone shift is because you didn't pay attention to the sister at all yeah and i was like well this this doesn't work but then it's like oh that's the point like that's the whole point she was overshadowed her whole time yeah and it's it's really good sterling also shot it comes at night the guy that shot it sterling k brown standout performance like unbelievably good in this movie like i thought everybody was great but i thought sterling k brown specifically was he also has one of the best standouts in Hollywood. Well, he's also like I don't. There's just something about him in this movie where he's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, but like in like a loving way. I don't. It's very. It's like there's a lot of emotions in this movie. I I loved it. I highly recommend everybody check it out. I thought it was great. We took a vote. Predator sounded cooler. <laughs> yeah, I really like Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> I've like 
That's not a predator. It's a hunter. Yeah, I've liked, I, I've liked him in everything I've seen him in. I I think he's great. He's a fucking badass predator. He's the best part of the Hotel Artemis. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I also watched I also watched another A twenty four film that I'd seen before, but I hadn't watched it in a very long time. So with my limited memory, it's like I watched it for the first time. I watched Under the Skin, which is on Netflix now. So I, I felt like that it in a long time. I. Love this movie. I was so blown when I found out that people didn't realize they were in the movie until afterwards. Well, I mean, it, it, some of them had to realize because like not, all the no, but all some the, of them didn't. Yeah, like, no. they, yeah. They well, they hit all the afterwards. cameras. Yeah. So like, anytime like Scarlett Johansson's talking yeah. to those dudes in the van, yeah, the, those cameras are hidden. Oh, so it's just her. Like, it's crazy. Uh, that movie is fucking amazing. Gonzo? Pretty. I mean, yeah. Well. But the thing is, is that. So I didn't, so speaking of directors, I had no idea did other things. So Jonathan Glazer directed and, yeah. and wrote Under the Skin, but he also directed and wrote Sexy Beast, which is like one of the best fucking underrated movies like ever. I love, I don't know, have you all seen Sexy yeah. Beast with, with Ben Kingsley? It. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I had no idea he directed. Those two movies couldn't be any more different. But Under the Skin is just, it's visually amazing. It's basically a silent film because there's almost no dialogue in the whole thing. Um, it's shot really well. The fucking soundtrack is incredible. Some of the visuals, like when... So if you haven't seen it, it it's it's a very simple oh, story. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to plug something Go real quick. It just, we have a new book out, and we're Hell yeah. donating to uh, Legal Fund for Immigrants. So I buy. love it. Okay. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll post the link. Uh, we'll, we'll Send me the link, and we'll post I it on the page. All that. <laughs> I'm uh, also writing a book for the opposite reason. Okay. To make money from it. <laughs> we drop ship. We sell it to, to the world so they're going to pull them up by their bootstraps. Uh, but anyway, Under the Skin is just really good. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, Scarlett Johansson is, is an alien, possibly. It's never really explained. Nothing's really explained in this movie. Mm-mm. She's an alien. She seduces men and basically sucks them up into this weird void machine, and then that's basically it. Um, then fuck they you up if you're not ready for it. It's so good though, and like I think like it's funny because you get some trim. And well, I think you know, like a lot. Of, it's it's like funny to me. Endless just the visuals. The visuals. Like, so they're cool. like um, what's that triangle movie? What the fuck is it called? Oh, Beyond the Black Pyramid. Yeah. yeah, very similar. But I think it's interesting to me because like <laughs> it's funny like. I said that triangle movie, and you know exactly what right, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I think it's funny to me that, that people find this movie, like, confusing, because it's like, it, to me, it, like, it's really simplistic. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, there's no dialogue, but, like, it's pretty much A to B. She's an alien. She has to seduce people. She then, like, decides that, like, she can't do it anymore, so she tries to become human. She can't, and then yeah. she's killed. It's it. It's like... It, it's, it's, I don't know, but it's, it's fucking brilliant. Scarlett Johansson's really good in it. She's, like, it also, it's, it's a, we just talked about, like, a movie that is a crowd pleaser, but it's also very artistically appealing. Under the Skin is very artistically appealing, and also it's something you can whack to. Yeah. Because Scarlett She's jo- great in roles where she doesn't have to play anything remotely human. She's really good in the movie. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, that Ghost in the Show movie is not bad. I don't it, care what anyone I know, says. We, I know, I loved it. Yeah. But, like... I don't know her when she's not actually a person. She's great in that. Um, You liked her in Jojo Rabbit, didn't you? She's brilliant in Jojo Rabbit. No, she's not. More of that later. Uh, We'll watch that this month. Yeah, she's not good in Prestige. But in uh, Under the Skin, she's great. And also, like, I don't know, the perfect body type for (laughs) her. She's so fucking, like, 
Oof. Yeah, she's so hot they let her make albums. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, that's all I watched, so let's get into the movie. God. God. Oh. Uh, so yeah, we watched, uh, I almost said the foot fist away. We watched, uh, there are self fronts in which a, I guess, hyper realistic and pathetic Jesse Eisenberg, uh, gets a one way ticket to masculine town by a crazed Pollux Troy. And he goes from being sort of a sniveling dork into a metal listening, uh, lunatic. I don't know where to, <laughs> he gets, poor Jesse Eisenberg gets like, and this part, I, like, so he's just a, a fucking, he just gets shit on all the time, which honestly I, I drew more sympathy than laughs from me for that part of the movie. He gets the shit kicked down by a, a bizarre gang of bikers, which inspires him to like, Either A, buy a gun, or B, learn karate. So he goes to Pollux Troy's dojo and learns karate, only to find out later Spoilers. something happens. <laughs> so without spoiling it... This movie is on... I think this it's just on, it's on digital now on Amazon. I think it was actually on Hulu. Was it? I don't care. I own it now. No. But anyway. Um, and you're glad you did. I do. I am glad. I will watch it again. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg... I don't know how much to talk about it without spoiling it. Yeah, that's we the can problem. Spoil it, yeah, spoilers it. for Art of Self Defense. Okay, yeah, these are, this a movie is, that nobody saw that's not in this room. This is the spoiler section. No. Alright, so, uh, so what, so Jesse Eisenberg goes through, he, he, Pollock's Troy, his, I guess, sensei, uh, kind of lures him into this whole thing, he tries to tough him up, he tells him his favorite music is now metal, <laughs> he like, you know, he gets to the point where he loses, he kind of loses his job by, Becoming this ultra mask, like his boss is like a really nice dude who nobody likes, and he beats the fucking punches boss in the throat just to like kind of assert his dominance because he doesn't know any better. Boss, even though he's like the uh, nicest character. Yeah, in the movie. I kind of took it. I kind of I took it as more of the other kind of like everything is like hyper masculine. Well, that's the thing, like, almost like all the masculinity is performative, right? right exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like hating your boss is just. More of That's the masculine bullshit because you're supposed to hate your boss. Yeah. Like he's super nice. Or maybe even, and maybe I'm reading more into it than I should, but like the fact that he's super nice would make you hate him more yeah. because you're like, because bosses cannot guy. be friends. It does not work that way. Right, right, right. Like how dare he tell me to do my job. Um, so. Did you miss the part where he's, I don't know if you missed it or not, afterwards he's like, I actually paying you out of my own pocket. pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a super yeah. nice dude. Yeah. Um, so to the, to the, Jesse Eisenberg kind of gets, like, seduced into this world of, you know, karate, and then he like goes to these, like that. uh, he starts, so the guy offers a night class and a day class, he goes to the night class, the night class shit gets twisted, like, it's sort of homoerotic, sort of. Yeah, and it's, uh, it ends up becoming, uh, a blackmail pyramid scheme. You haven't mentioned the girl once. Oh, yes. Major part of the film. Yeah, Imogene Poots is a, uh, she is basically the second in command of the karate school, but she is shit on for being a woman, even though she is probably superior to everyone else there. Arguably, probably superior to Sensei. Yeah. yeah I feel exactly. like that, I, I, I felt like that was kind of the yeah. undertone. It was implied, yeah, yeah. yeah. I realize now that because she's a woman, she, <laughs> she will never be a man. man. That got a huge <laughs> laugh out of me in the theater, and everybody was like, "What?" The lines I, are delivered so dryly and so matter of fact. Yeah, and yeah, it's amazing. Um, but there's a scene where Jesse Eisenberg he's now asserting his masculine dominance, where he walks into a room where his fellow 
co-workers are dickheads to him yeah. and just tell him to go fuck off and they just complain about his boss. And he walks in, tells him basically, well, shut the fuck up. I punched the boss. It was amazing. Everyone would look scared. Yeah. And they're like, you want to sit with us? And no one says, I will take your chair. No, the, be- no, the one guy's like, there's only three chairs. Yeah, and he's I like, will I will take you. your chair. Yeah. He drinks his coffee. And he's like, Everyone shut up. You talk too much. I'm talking. I know longer talk. I act. <laughs> and he interrupts their conversation of we should do push-ups to end it with we <laughs> should do push-ups. Also, the fucking, uh, oh shit, I never put even that together that they talk. That's yeah, how it started. <laughs> talking with shit. Also, those three guys were looking at a magazine that was literally just the male the symbol. the male symbol, and it was just full of tits Wolves, and guns. The masculine <laughs> um, there are some genuine... So anyway, it, it, the movie progresses as movies do. He gets blackmailed into maybe severely injured... Not killing, but just injuring some innocent bystander who he's told by his sensei was one of the people that jumped him originally... But yeah, but then but you that, find out that the sensei is videotaping the whole thing to blackmail. Him. He has he has compromise on all his fucking students. And then yeah. he so his whole pyramid scheme is to trick you, taking weak-willed people, tricking them into committing violent acts, getting it getting evidence of it and then forcing them to basically pay blackmail money. Yeah. And he the guy's fucking dojo has a crematorium built into it because he deals with dead bodies on the regular. Yeah. I don't know if it's that or that he just bought like he owns the oh, see, like, I, strip mall. Oh, I was with Gogs. I took it as that they've killed people before. I think there's lots of people that Because like Imogene Poots does have that line where yeah. she he's like, We don't have to do this and she's like, He'll kill you if we yeah. don't. So maybe I you know I'm thinking about it now. Maybe it's he has that there for the threat yeah. that he had. Maybe because right. he's kind. He all he does is lie. Yeah, like right. Sensei is a huge liar. Like the thing, the one interesting, oh, not the one. Do you but, think he shot Grandmaster? Well, uh, Grandmaster probably never existed. Yeah, I don't think Grandmaster. Oh. But one of the interesting things about the movie, right? I thought anyway, is that he actually is proficient in karate. Yeah. Like when J- Michael Sarah tries to attack him, he whoops his ass. Like. Yeah. He, he like and he's not like he's not just flailing or just he just yeah. throws a straight punch. He's blocking all his attack. Yeah. Like he actually knows what he's doing. That's an interesting twist because it means he's not. He's just he's, he's a not liar. Bader from fucking right. Yeah. From Squando. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I got where I am by dressing like Peter Pan over here? <laughs> just taking <laughs> my wife doing that. Starla. Starla. See these colors? It's <laughs> America pants. He's like the best thing. He's like, you think I got where I? You think I got where I am? I dress like Peter Pan over here. Forget about it. <laughs> That's a great movie. But, uh, it's it's kind of similar to yeah. this movie in a lot of ways. But um, yeah. So I think I think that they are the the weird hyper realism of this. I think they deal with dead bodies because there is a lot of dead people in this movie when it's all said and done. Yeah, sure. I love nobody got flinches. His face when uh. The guy's just hanging there, and he's just like... Oh, it's more like, right. he, yeah, he's yeah. just like... It's like, you figured, it's like you came home and you found your dog shit on the carpet. You're like, all right. Well, I... I, I well, yeah, I, I normally I would cremate my dog. I would infer that that... I mean, like, that's the... the that's probably happened before. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that is the implication. Yeah. That, like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Like, he... He... The movie takes a very dark... It takes its first dark turn when... So you go to this night class, and here's an invite-only situation... And this guy that thought he was going to get invited showed up. The guy that was... Bef- it's important to point yeah, out he, that he's the guy that befriended... Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg the entire time. Yeah. And then he gets his arm snapped in half. 
Yeah. And then he later kills himself. Which is one of those injuries that obviously I've never faced, but like, you can just imagine. feel it. Like, no. oh, everybody's hyperextended their elbow before. He like yeah, punches his elbow bit. the wrong just, way. Yeah. It's just, oh. So, and there's another scene. There's all sorts of weird, uh, because we've talked, uh, talked about it before, I guess, the, like, all the masculinity stuff is like ratcheted up to like 12. But like the scene where, like, uh, Casey, whatever, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's yeah. character, is finally getting better at karate, and he, like, fucking jump kicks one of those students in the face and knocks his knocks tooth loose, out. and the guy's, like, stoked about it. Yeah. Like, Well, it's a great scene, too, because he does it. He's psyched. Jesse Eisenberg is psyched at first, but then he's kind of terrified when yeah. he realizes the damage he's done, but then it goes back around to him Both being Both of the excited. montages of this movie are fantastic. They're some of the best montages I've seen. Yeah, the the, the whole movie's shot. Because it's like it's a so... tracking montage, yeah. too. And, like, it's the camera work's fantastic. Yeah. So then the movie... So you, the big reveal be, turns out to be that... Well, one of many reveals, I guess, is that the group of bikers that originally jumped him, beat him up, and set him on this path is... The night, the night class. class of this. They're out here. Guys, what time is the night class? Uh, it's at night. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <been> great. <laughs> it's and they go out, and, he, and Jesse Eisenberg one joins them on one of these night raids. Uh, they go to just go beat somebody up and start them on their it's journey, like, and he ends up killing a cop. Yeah, who is like, all like, viciously. Like, well, viciously. He, because because he, he, the, the cop shoots the cop shoots Imogene Poots in the leg, and he just goes into fucking berserker. Well, he fucking disarms him and beats the the night class is kind of like a more cynical version of Project Mayhem. It's a, the right, there's a, there's a, a yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Fight Club in this movie too. They really, but it, it's a version of that story where you get the message you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. like it is not. I mean, I guess if you're a real psycho, you could, but, like, it is impossible to get the wrong message from this movie, and well, I think that's to its credit. Gogs and I witnessed somebody, I'll never forget this, one of the funniest experiences, Gogs and I went and saw uh, Chuck Palahniuk, like, yeah. he did, like, a, a reading, book tour the, thing, and, and he took questions, and, like, some guy had this question about fucking Tyler Durden, and he was just like, dude, I don't, like, Chuck Palahniuk's like, you you didn't get the movie at all. <laughs> it was really embarrassing, where everybody in the room was like, oh, how embarrassing. That guy grew up to be Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could see him when he stood up, so. I'm gonna, gonna destroy you with logic. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, then the movie, so, Jesse Eisenberg finally has enough uh, of all the bullshit. Well, Imogene Poots, after she gets shot, she basically explains, like, you're part, this is like a weird psycho cult, and you need to get the fuck out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, I think that Imogene Poots' monologue about her position in the class yeah. is one of the best, like, distillations of, like, the patriarchy, or the, 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 yeah, the patriarchy. Yeah. That I've ever seen in a movie without being pandering right. and super annoying. Like, it's a, perfect example yeah. of like women in society and why it's fucked up and like her explanation of the locker room is a perfect but that's what like, I'm saying like it's, it's that exactly whole except it's smaller and not as nice but like the whole her whole story about how you know that like she got attacked presumably to be sexually assaulted that's what I took from that yeah. and you know they the just set, moved they, her to a different they just room. moved her away to shut her yeah. up and told her it was her fault like that's fucked up and like I like how or, that doesn't like. I think that's just perfectly written and like. Or she was awful. basically ingrained in her that this was her place and she shouldn't rise above her station. But. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's you know I think. And then it upsets the whole thing. The I guess she becomes a jerk. I guess the thing is I've seen too many movies where they they write that scene yeah. way more clumsy, and this was like much better. I felt like yeah. the way they handled it was way better. 
It's because everything's so stilted and weird that, yeah. like, you don't... Well, you, you don't take it as, like, like preachy. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And well, then, so, in the end of the movie, uh, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking, Jesse Eisenberg finds out, you know, the horrible truth and challenges the sensei to a fight to the death. And he just he's like, he fucking lose. I'm better at fighting, fighting than you. Well, yeah. what's weird is that the sensei immediately, basically, cowers to him. Like, I'll make you a black belt. You won't have to, like... Well, no, I think he's, like... Because he likes that he's a psycho, you know what I mean? This he did. He did tell him that his like being impulsive is like Superman. Yeah. So maybe in a weird way right. he respects That's, how yeah. alpha a move that he yeah. just did was. And but then he just he just blows him the fuck away because he knows he can't beat him in fighting. Yeah, because Jesse Eisenberg never reveals that he knows everything that's going on. No, like it, you know he knows what's going on, but he doesn't like blackmail him into it. No, no, Jesse Eisenberg is actually he wants he's. Sort of like this pure, like his 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 motivations are purer than anyone else's. It's pure revenge. He's, he yeah. just wants right. Yeah. Well, he also realizes that he at that point he he doesn't sensei didn't kill his dog, but he knows that he had a part right. in it. Yeah. So, and then and then at the very end he kills him. Nobody's fucking shot well, by no, the body. It's great because the the way he kills him is fantastic. Yeah. And then he turn he basically. I guess through their power structure, whoever kills whoever becomes in charge of the dojo. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, what he says is that so after he shoots Sensei in the head. So Sensei earlier in the film, it talks about Grandmaster, right? Yeah. yeah every, Grandmaster. Everybody like talks about how bad guns are. Like guns are for cowards. Yeah. It's like the Batman. Is their eleventh rule? Yeah. But they also talk about Sensei has this story about Grandmaster. How Grandmaster knew this one technique yeah. that no one else knew, and he made him the strongest man in the world. Yeah, and it he was killed this, the other three Grandmasters in the state. Yeah, he talked about this. This he killed them with their index. He made their heads explode with their index finger. He punched a hole in their head, which their implies that if Grandmaster was real, he just shot three people in the head. That's Correct. also that's almost funnier. <laughs> yeah, like, but so after Jesse Eisenberg shoots. Uh, sensei in the head, you yeah, hear this. Yeah, if they believe this, then... Well, which like, would also lead you to believe that the hunting accident was somebody just coming to shoot him shooting and shot everybody else. else. But he, Jesse Eisenberg, gets, sticks his finger yeah. in it, and then the hole has blood and, and blood on his finger, and he's like, this is, I learned the technique, yeah. I, that's how I bested uh, Sensei. And then he, he finds out one, the, the henchman that killed his dog and has Sensei's dog kill him, yeah. which is great. You cannot. In German, it is in impossible German. to sprain wrist playing soft rock. No, totally, I love that you can only sprain it. Explain your. <laughs> you can only sprain your wrist playing extreme metal. And then uh, he hands the whole thing over to Imogene Poots. Yeah. yeah. And then he becomes the teacher of the children's class. Yeah. And kudos to this movie for not making like. And it, it, I know this movie is like super weird, so it, it's good that like. Of course, this hasn't happened. But like, thank you for not making Imogene Poots and Jesse Eisberg like romantic yeah. in this movie because it doesn't work. No, They're I feel like asexual. But I feel like in a lesser movie that would have been the ending, yeah. or like she would have co like because she she's like, he's the her Marla. Well, she's the, the sensei now. Yeah, like it's Did clear you know that um, Janine Garofalo is supposed to be Marla Singer. Yeah. and Edward Norton poo pooed it. Yeah, he shut that out. So would I. Yeah. Um, I hundred percent fucked Janine Garofalo before I fucked. I uh, bet Janine Garofalo smells better. Oh, no doubt. But Prime Garofalo. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, shout to so yeah, that's uh, Art of Self Defense. Great movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's and nobody's ever gonna see it. 
I felt that way when I saw it in the theater. I was like, four people are going to watch this. So now I've upped that by... What? <laughs> Three people? Uh, by two people. Well, you already saw it, so one person. It's me. Well, I wouldn't have seen it if you hadn't seen it. So. Yeah. It's a great movie. It really is. It's... it's. I think this movie it is... It is wholly... Even though it's derivative of a million different things, it's like still wholly unique. Very original. The movie is also set in a city where the cops are the most inept things I've ever seen. Oh, so like real life. Well, you only run into one cop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they don't, like, there's a, there's a string of murders and missing people and dead bodies that never get addressed or solved. Uh, that happens all the time in real life. Yeah. Well, then, okay. (laughs) Go go ask your local uh, precinct about how many uh, sex crime kits they've processed. Yeah. Yeah. Leads. He's got uh, jizz just flaking off boxes everywhere. So let's uh, let's Shut get up. into five knuckle shuffle. God goes last. Two guys first. Uh, it's a ten for me, dog. Uh, I love this movie. I think this movie is great. I think that uh, the guy that plays Sensei is phenomenal. I think Jesse. It's a crime that guy's not in more stuff. He's so good in this movie. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is fantastic, but I think, and I said this before when I did my year-end stuff, I think Imogene Poots steals this movie. Yeah. I think this, her character in this movie is just fantastic. Uh, I love how this movie is shot. I love how all the fighting was shot. Um, I love the overall atmosphere of this movie. Uh, Sean said it, and, and he's totally right. This has the kind of weird, stilted kind of, I don't even know what to call it, like hyper-realism that like a, a Yargos Lanthimos movie yeah. has. Like, it is a little bit like <laughs> The Lobster. Or like a David Lynch movie in the way that he writes a lot yeah. of stilted dialogue, but it still works and it's still like, you know, yeah, still resonates. But there's some really genuinely funny fucking lines in this movie. Like when Jesse Eisenberg decides he's not going to buy the gun and the guy that's selling him the gun is like, well... You know, you're not getting a knife, are you? You're not having a child, are yeah. you? He's like, if we sell child blocks that work reasonably, reasonably well. well, and he's like, if you buy a knife, it chances are, it's like nine out of ten times when somebody gets attacked with a somebody that has a knife, if they have well, a gun, they'll, they'll shoot you. So he's like, I hope you don't have a child or run into somebody with a gun. Good luck or a knife. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, the shits. I mean, there's some really funny moments. I like what this movie has to say. Like I. I think that it's a movie that's about toxic toxic masculinity, yeah. and it doesn't, like, make me groan, and it's, like, it's got a lot to say, and it says it in a really clever way, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Um, I, I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And this guy needs to make more movies. Um, shout out and to everyone. And smashing... Uh, well, apparently he doesn't smash. Yeah. Apparently, at one point, he was married to... Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, which I said during the movie is a bigger accomplishment than ever making a film, but that's just me. Uh, I love this movie, and like Sean just said, it's a crime. More people have, probably won't ever watch it, but it's so fucking good. Uh, so, Sean. It's 10 for me. It was on my list, so it's... Uh, I mean, everything you said... Uh, Imogen Poots, uh, Poots also means farts. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um... No, man, like, it's, you, this is another, not to the extent of Sorry to Bother You, but it's another movie that feels like somebody snuck in somewhere and made before anybody could tell them no. It is on Hulu, by the way. We didn't have to buy it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, again, like, it's just nice to get these, like, low to mid-budget movies. What did this thing run? I can't imagine, like. Like an hour 45? No, no, I mean, cost-wise. Oh, I'm not sure. Um... No, and it deals with like that, like a nerd cult of martial arts. Yeah, I think even we better didn't even than talk about that. But yeah, it's it's 
it's definitely about the like nerdiness of martial like, arts. Yeah. And I know you and I, sorry, I mean, yeah. but you and I love the like the fake martial yeah. arts stuff. Like, I think it's fascinating. Like, did you watch that video? I no, I've seen his Simpsons video though. No, you need to watch the one. Super Eye Patch Wolf oh, yeah. just put one out, and it's about a lot of the same stuff like that the that Frank Dukes. So there's a story I didn't even know about. So it just recently happened. There's a guy in China, like, so I guess China. And part of their whole trying to revitalize their culture thing is Project 2020. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So one of those things is to make Tai Chi, which is a national, like it's a, it's a something that would originate in China. They want to make Tai Chi like the strongest martial art because it's a Chinese martial art or whatever. So they have all these guys that are like Tai Chi people, and they're, they're they do these like fake demonstrations. There is martial Tai Chi, like right. Well, th- so the best Tai Chi guy in China, Tiger Chen. I've no, that movie. Really- that movie's great. But you and, owe me a life. Anyway, I'm sorry. This story yeah. is taking too long. But there was this MMA fighter that was like, well, "This is all bullshit." Oh, I've seen this, it. This all, and he beats the fuck like, out of this to guy. Death. <laughs> yeah, and then and then because it's weird, you know, Chinese nationalism shit. He fucking, they called it a draw. He yeah. beats the fuck, I mean, it was a real fight. And this fucking Tai Chi guy's doing his fucking katas, and he's just getting punched in the yeah. face, bloody as shit. And the, the refs had to stop it, because he's getting beat so much. But again... What well, that one, that one scene, this movie kind of summarized that, where it's like, your girl about... Yeah. You're, by the time you drop that, I'm going to punch you in the face as oh, hard as I can. Honey Boy is on Prime? Shit, I want to watch that. Maybe I'll watch that it's next about Honey Boy. No, that's that Shia LaBeouf movie where he plays his abusive father. Yeah. It looked good. I, Even if you're a boat and you sink and capsize and drown everybody on board, <laughs> that does not make you any less of a boat. If you're a bear and the woods catch on fire, you're, you're still, still a bear. bear. <laughs> There's so many good I lines. I laughed so hard in a movie and I couldn't tell you how long, but the movie's also incredibly dark and sad. It is. Which is like what we love. Yeah. The two things I love, whimsy and crippling sadness. Yeah, there's some dark bits to this movie. Gobbles. Uh, it's a nine for me. Boo. Boo for me. Boo on guys. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Not there's, quite, not quite as good as Cue the Winged Serpent. Not quite as good as Cue the Winged Serpent, but it's, uh, this movie, it's, it reminded me of, like, Observe and Report. It reminded me of, like, that, plus I said them watching, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, there's a lot of, and not the me, foot, yeah. and the foot fist way, like that sort of like yeah. it. The, you have to take a second to step back and get used to the hyper. This is like a darker Jody Hill movie. It's a, well, yeah, it's a darker. I'd say like the foot fist way is not bright. It's not as dark as this by any. No, no. it's but, good. It's I like good. Oh, I love the movie. But yeah, yeah. Um, Jesse Eisenberg, who I run hot and cold on, is really good in it. He's. Excellent. Uh, this, this is like this, this is like the movie. What's he was, Alex Troy's real name? He's it's some kind of Italian name. He it's is like, oh, Sonola Nabil or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, I'm looking at Casanova Ravioli. It's, it's really good. Oh my God, Sean is right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you say this. <laughs> it is Alessandro Nivola. <laughs> that is the most Italian name yeah. I've ever heard. Well, he's awesome in it. He's so good in this yeah. movie. Like the 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 movie is. From uh, Boston. This movie is an exercise in Boston, contrast. Italy. <laughs> like, there is, like, these weird, like, very funny parts that are, like, super quirky, and they are just juxtaposed to just incredibly dark and then, like, shockingly violent parts of this film. Yeah. And no one is phased by it. Like, everyone is sort of just... No one really reacts. Yeah. Like, even when people are incensed, they are deadpan about it. Yeah. Like, uh, it's... 
don't know. It's 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 fun to watch. Uh, I think we already said this, but it's like it's it's to watch uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character pretend to be what it's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, like to see him like sort of shoehorn in this weird like. Toxic masculine but, but, like, you know, something tropes. That, now, like, listen to what you're saying, and you're totally right. But like, the fact that everybody's deadpan, the fact that they can still convey a lot of emotion yeah. is pretty impressive. I don't know how you do that because there's still like a lot. You, you well, it's like everyone's like in trauma. Like everyone's having like a yeah, shocked that's, conversation. That's a great way. Like, to put it. Like, that's a great way. Like everybody's like kind of just like I don't know why this is like you get it. Yeah, because their word their words are carrying so much weight. It's a good way, but to put they're it. not. But they're disconnected. Yeah. No, that's again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's great. He's great in it. It's shot beautifully. It's it's bizarrely quiet. There's no score really. A little bit when he beats up that guy in the parking garage. There's a little there's bit a of like little, a score, but yeah, not much. But it's uh, and it's a period piece, which is like strange. Yeah, you know, Anthony pointed it out to me, and I still feel like it is, but it's like, I still feel like it's just weird. Like, I guess you could say, like, well, this takes place in the... There's no reason it couldn't take place now, right? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, there's no cell phones, it's old computers, it's it's gotta be in, like, the 90s or something, or the 80s, maybe, but, like... CDs are available. Everybody has, like, boom boxes. There's even a boom box in the office. Like, the guy's camcorder is a VHS camcorder. Yeah, yeah. Um... But it's like I'm 36. How how many is that in months? I don't. <laughs> yeah, there's some just the computer doesn't <laughs> take it in years. Like the part where they're asking why. Well, the part where he like does all the and then he has to minus one and he has to actually hit yeah, and yeah. wait for it to go. But it's like what is your what's your motivation? This is a uh, it's a multiple choice answer. Well, it's, it's like a white New Year's resolution. Yeah. It's health and fitness. New Year's resolution. Um, Revenge. No, the third. I forget what the third one was. And then it's it traumatic, career advancement. Career advancement. Or, <laughs> and then the third one is, a, or the fourth one is a combination of traumatic event slash revenge, revenge or yeah. something like. I love when he goes to find metal. But also, just when he's like, "What's your favorite music?" He's like, "Adult, adult, adult contemporary. contemporary." He's like, "No, uh, your favorite genre is metal." Because it's very, it's the most, it's the toughest music. And then he goes... Do you have any other passions? I mean, besides, besides your, your newfound passion, passion for metal? metal? He goes to the CD store, and there's one CD in the metal section. Well, there's also... There's and it has the same cover that every metal CD. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how this doesn't come up yet, but... Uh, there's a scene where Jesse Eisenberg wants to wear his yellow belt so much... Oh, that he contacts a company to have a patent leather, or whatever, like a pleather yeah, like yellow the, belt made. But he can't just have one made. He had a minimum order of 50. So he ordered them in all the belt colors, including black <laughs> and brown. And, black. and he gives the black belt to Sensei. And he's like taken aback by it. Sensei like, is genuinely touched. Yeah. I read, that's how I read yeah. it. Not only is my black belt, but it's also holding my pants up. Not only does this represent my standing in the karate world, but also keeps my, my pants up. But just the idea that like, it's just a black belt. It's a black belt. It's just a black belt. Well, the scene where he, Jesse Eisenberg becomes a yellow belt, and then he goes to the grocery store and only buys yellow, <laughs> yellow items. And his Lucy bullion. <laughs> One bullion. And with the checkout, the girl's like... These are all yellow. yellow. Yeah. Paper, please. Well, now I gotta watch this guy's other movie. Yeah. Fault, or whatever. I, I, apparently it's about uh, Leland Orso's in that movie, oh, okay. too. Or Orso, how do you say his name? So it's about a, a guy that tries to deprogram a girl in a cult, so I don't think it's going to be as fun and maybe is this movie, I don't know. I have a new regular. 
<laughs> Mary Elizabeth Monson is in that movie. With nothing to eat. Hey, that's my news. Oh, we forgot, it's mine now. I, you know, I forgot to mention the opening scene is brilliant. Yeah. He's oh. at this, co- Jesse Eisenberg is at this coffee shop. And he's just, just, their money just literally business. not doing anything. Just being a dork, drinking his coffee. And these two French people are just tearing him apart in just French. Just shitting on him in French. Talking about how little his dick is yeah. and all. So that scene ends. You see him go in the car. He's got learn how to speak French on tape in the car. And he's like, it, then he starts the tape. And it's like the, the tape is like 20, less than 25. Yeah, it's you like you should fluent. be fluent in French by now. So he just sat there and ate all that well, you know shit. You really funny uh, about those language tapes is like the thing he says in the language tape is, I don't want any trouble. trouble. I'm just a tourist. But when it gets to the German, German, it's like, I'm going to be around punch you in the face. <laughs> Like his thematic books on tape. Oh, that movie's so it's so good. Yeah, it's solid. so good. I'm glad you like it. Guys. I did. I enjoyed it. I'm glad we. Not enough it. to give it a ten. But hey, I mean, cue the winged serpent, serpent gets a ten. That movie's boring. It's dog <laughs> shit. So bad. More titty. There, yeah, there was some titty in that movie. All right, so next week we don't know who it might be. Alex's pick. It might be Sean's yeah. pick. If it's my pick, we're watching Parasite. Yes, That's neat. It's a great movie. Parasite Eve. By the same guy that made Train with Saw. No. <laughs> All right. He made a movie with a train in it. It was Alex pick as Jojo Rabbit. Which is also good. Yeah. This and is going to be a what, fun I month. I what Alex's birthday pick is. He said he was going to... What did he say? Scott Pilgrim. On it. No, that was my oh. potential birthday pick, and it's going to be Dirt Scott good. Pilgrim. I hope it's Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim's Scott great. That's a great movie. All right, everybody. Also starring Jesse Eisenberg. Fuck mm. your own ass and eat your own butts. Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>